can't always be heroes, but I tell you what, none of us are zeros. None of us. And uh, the disciples, here's the verse. This is a verse that I really want. If nothing else, remember this verse, okay? Uh, Peter and John have uh, been preaching. They've saved some, they've, they've healed somebody, and now they have preached, and the people in Jerusalem, the powers that be, do not like it. And they've been arrested, and they've been thrown in prison. And then they're called out to make an account of why they have had the audacity to start preaching about this man, Jesus, to all the people in Jerusalem. They are not happy. And, uh, and, and I'm going to read this bit. Uh, then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it's by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, the stone that has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. So they hear that, and probably taken aback. When they saw, the, this is the bit, get, get this, forget, any, forget anything I might add around it, if you like, but get this verse. But when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Okay? If you don't, I'm going to read it again because you know what? Take this. It's, it's Acts 4 and it's 13. And I, I should have put it up there, but I'm, I, you know, all this technical stuff. When they saw the courage of Peter and John, the courage of Peter and John, and realized they were unschooled. They, they didn't, you know, they hadn't any qualifications. Uh, they were uneducated. Uh, they didn't have anything special about them. Okay? They were ordinary men. I like that. Because I, I don't know about you, but I feel I'm fairly ordinary. I mean, I'm not standing up here because I'm particularly clever, you know. I haven't been to theology college or anything like that. I got kicked out of Cubs, for goodness sake. <laughs> but, but, you know, they were unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished. They'd listened to them. They'd seen what they were doing. These unschooled, ordinary men... And they took note that these men had been with Jesus. That's the difference in all your lives. Having Jesus, knowing who he is. If you know who he is, then you know who you are. Okay? Um, where's Steve? Steve, right? Hey, did you know what I was talking about this morning? No idea. 
just about every single song that went up there talked about the same thing. If that's not God talking to you, forget, I, I mean it, forget me. And, and I don't care if it's a good talk or a bad talk. Irrelevant. God's speaking to you. Okay. Who are you? You know what? You are somebody because you, if you have Jesus in you, you are somebody who can be used to change the world. Because when you change a little thing, you change something bigger that comes afterwards. And that something bigger changes something else. But you don't know about it. The touch you make is a push that can change the world. Okay? And that happens when you're in Jesus. Um, what, are, what are other things? I just think that Christians, when they really play the game, you know, I'm going to read from a passage that often gets read at weddings, even secular weddings, okay? And it's in 1 Corinthians, okay? It's 1 Corinthians 13. If I can find it. It is in there, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I found it before, you know. I'm a, I'm, yeah, and just before 14. I know, I got it. Okay. And it's this one. Many of you will have heard it. Just think about it a bit. It's, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It doesn't dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Do you know what? If we live like that, the world will change. Because it's not always what you do, it's what you are. And what you do should come out of what you are okay if you walk with Jesus if you're with him then what you do will reflect that sometimes we try and put it the do first we put the do first it's great doing stuff that's brilliant but you'll only do so much okay until you get fed up with it or you can't be bothered but in Jesus, you have something else. Being in Jesus is what makes the difference. And, and if you wonder about that, I'm, I'm going I'm to talk about Elaine. When Elaine became a Christian, um, it was because of what she saw in somebody. Okay? Because the way we respond to things, the way we react to things when we're patient, when we're kind, when we show hope, when we show perseverance, that, that matters in this world. It really does. This is a world that needs people to be something else. 
okay. And, and there was a lady, her name was Ruth, wasn't it? No, it wasn't, it was it's Eve, that's it, Eve. That's a cool name as well. And uh, I won't get Elaine up to tell the story because she's been embarrassed once already today, so it would be unfair. But um, Eve's husband died, didn't he? Um, drowned? That's right. Um, and what Elaine saw in the way Eve behaved afterwards was the thing that made her reflect on what it was to be a Christian. Okay? It, it wasn't anything specific that Eve did. It was who she was and how she responded. Okay? And you can only do that if you have Jesus in you. Okay? You can only do that if you're spending time with Jesus. That's the only way the disciples did anything, being filled with the Holy Spirit and being with Jesus. Because they were unschooled, ordinary men. Nothing in particular. Um, I just believe just firmly, and, and I, this is going to be an incredibly, an incredibly short talk, really, um, because I think I've said more or less what needs to be said. But I'm going to, I'm going to show you something else as well. One of the other things when you live for Jesus is not everyone really likes it. So um, I'm going to do something. Just can I put this? I'll put this. washing powder that's all you know it, they used to have this thing where there was grey and white And anyway we show people up okay there are times when you show people up um, uh, another verse that I, I'm going to read is uh, there's, there's a bit in, uh, in Acts 17 and Paul and others are, are in Thessalonica it's a place in Greece and uh, they're preaching and all the rest of it and again no one really likes it and so they're hauled up before the authorities. And, and they say, um, these men, uh, and, and there are different versions. One version says, these men are turning the world upside down. Another version says, um, these men are causing trouble all over the world. But if you look at the Greek, at, 
it's a similar idea, but the actual Greek is stirring up, unsettling. Okay? And so what, what these Christians were doing is they were unsettling people. They were stirring the world up a bit. They weren't allowing things to just carry on the way they were. They were making a difference. These people who were just ordinary people. Paul, apparently, wasn't that much to look at. He even knew that himself. Uh, as you read his letters, you find that he was... He sounds like a kind of a naff little bloke, really. I don't know how to describe him. Uh, not much at all, physically. He reckons that he wasn't even a very good speaker. Um, he had a bit of trouble with his eyesight. He wasn't that, you know, he wasn't the sort of person who you'd try and be. He wasn't sort of a, he wasn't a hero, you know, in that way. And yet this person was one of the people who was stirring up the world, who was causing all sorts of stuff to happen. And uh, Gandhi, now, have we ever quoted Gandhi here? I don't think we have. But he said this, okay. He said, you have to be the change you want to see. Sounds a bit heavy, doesn't it? You have to be the change that you want to see. It's all to do with being rather than just doing. When you go out there, people will look at what you do, but more than anything, they'll look at who you are. And who you are should glorify Jesus. Who you are, if you follow Jesus will glorify Jesus. Now, I'm, I'm going to finish with two verses. One is this, and, and it, this goes with what Elaine said before. Um, don't be anxious about anything. It's in Philippians. But in every situation, every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And this is the bit. And the peace of God, which is above all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I'm saying that because I think that's one of the ways that we can help our community, we can help our families. It, it's being able to have that peace of God, which is above all understanding. It's having something that people look at and say, I can't believe that that person is like that. Just like Elaine's life was changed by one lady who behaved in a way that was above all understanding. You, you could, why is that? Why? Because she's got Jesus in her. An ordinary lady with Jesus in her. I'm going to just reread that verse in Acts because, as I say, I don't care about the talk. I care about you getting this, and God does. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. I don't care who you are here today. I, I don't care if you think I'm nothing. If you're thinking that, who cares about me? What, how important am I? Well, actually, Jesus died for you, for a start. But also, you can be everything that Jesus wants you to be. 
So be with him. Spend time with him. And, and let me tell you, ordinary can be amazing. I looked out the window this morning. It was all stormy, all kind of... Uh, and I saw a bird outside, and it looked absolutely amazing. And I was looking at it, and I was thinking, what bird's that? You know, whoa. It, it had pink and purpley look to it, and a lovely dove kind of grey, and, and then this beautiful white ring around it, and it stood out against the darkness uh, uh, of the, the sky and everything. And it was a wood pigeon. A wood pigeon. You see, you don't know how beautiful you actually are. You really don't. But Jesus in you, against the darkness of the world, that makes a difference to the world. Remember, it, it's, you know, people say, it's, it's it, what is it? Something about, uh, it, it's not, it's who you know, you know. I can't even. Isn't it? That's the one. I'm sorry. Isn't that, I'm getting old, senile. You know, but it's true, isn't it? I mean, for every Christian, you know, it's not what you know. Yeah, I'm senile as well. But it's not what you know, it's who you know. You know, that's almost the Christian thing, isn't it? I don't, you know, I've only just thought of that. That's good, isn't it? Okay. It's not what you know. Yeah, I'll copyright. I'm going to have a thing. I don't know. I'm going to have t shirt. T shirt. Okay, it's a t-shirt job. Okay, it's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And it's so true, everybody. Well, I, I'm going to finish here, but I'm going to pray. And, and let me tell you if, you, haven't, if you haven't got Jesus in your life, oh, man, you're just wasting it. Does that sound really bad? Because Jesus got so much for you. If you have Jesus in your life, it, I, I can't tell you how much difference it makes. I don't know what would have happened to me if I hadn't had Jesus. Let me, let me tell you one thing. I, I'll say this. Um, I was good at a whole load of things when I was a kid, but I never stuck to anything. Never. I was good at athletics. I was good at football. I was good at all sorts of stuff, but I never stuck to anything, ever. And my friends, when I got baptized, um, I became a Christian. I got baptized, and I asked my mates, to come to watch me get baptized. And they did. Um, one, of them's then, one of them became a Christian and stayed a Christian, which is fantastic. The others didn't. But look, this is what they said. They said, it won't last. Okay? Because I was always on crazes of doing one thing or another. Hey, you probably have kids like it. You probably maybe do it yourself. I don't know. But I was always doing that. And they said, it won't last. Well, I think now I've been a Christian nearly 50 years. Yes! Yeah, stuff you, boys. Okay? But, you know, I, I can't say to you enough how Jesus changed my life. Because I, I wouldn't be here. I don't know what I'd be like. Otherwise, I really don't. I was at art college in the 70s, early 70s, and if you look that up, you'll know what that could mean. Um, but, you know, some of the time I knew where I was and some of the time I didn't. Um, 
But you know what? Jesus changed my life. And if you're sitting here and you've never given your life to Jesus and, you know, you haven't got him living inside you, then I'm going to say now, and uh, I, I, I really do mean you're wasting your time if you don't. You know, don't waste your life. Don't be something special in Jesus. So, yeah, if we all just bow our heads in prayer. Bow our heads in prayer. Father God, I thank you for coming into my life, to come into the life of this church. I thank you, Father God, for every life saved here this morning. I thank you for who you are. And I thank you that being with you changes me, changes us, changes our church, changes our world, changes everything. I thank you for that. I thank you that you can come into anybody's life and make the hugest difference. And, and if you're here this morning and you've never, ever made that choice to have Jesus in your life. No one's looking. Everyone, if you, if you would all look down, that'd be great. Just a moment. I'm not going to draw it out. If you put your hand up and just let us know, it may be that everybody here knows Jesus. But if that's so, then I want this morning for him to live in you and you to live in him more than ever before. Father God, thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen.